0: Hello. I'm recording. I hope that you can hear me over the air conditioning. It is hot. It is 105 degrees outside where I am. So I'm like, ah. I'm in Texas right now. Um, I've never been to Texas before. I've been at an airport in Texas, but I've never actually been in Texas. So today is the first time I've ever been in Texas. Um, and it is kind of what I expected. I like it, actually, especially where I'm driving through. There's a lot of kind of weird shit. I'm driving past a lot of, like, dilapidated, abandoned, old farmhouses made of wood that are just completely wind-battered and, you know, kind of falling apart, and they're so beautiful to me. I wish I could just pull over and explore everyone, but I can't slash and shouldn't. Plus I'm on the highway, so I don't even know if there is a way to do that. But, um, I just want you to know that's what I'm seeing. This trip has been crazy so far in a good way. Most of the time. Um, so I can kind of like go over everything. Uh, Also, it's more fun for me to talk and stuff while I'm driving. I just find that it, uh, helps the time pass by. It gives me something to think about and do. Uh, I do love like listening to music and singing, but after a while, I don't know. I just want to like communicate. So that's what I'm doing. I've been using like Siri to text people with my voice and that's actually been kind of fun and nice for me. But now is my time that I'm going to record something because I've been meaning to, I just haven't. Now that I'm like really adjusted to the rhythm of driving around. I think I'm at a place where it's good. I'm on like this two-lane highway right now. Definitely in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Not too much going on around me, so I don't really have to think too much about everything else going on as long as I am
1: generally following the
0: speed limit, which definitely going a little over it, but that's okay. Um, Okay, so where do I begin, you know? Um, I'll begin with the beginning of my trip. I flew into Montana. My friend's wedding was, uh, near Bozeman, kind of, um, at a Hot Springs resort. Uh, it's kind of the sort of thing where I would have never really done something like that on my own. I needed another impetus to go there, and I had a lot of fun really cool you know i'd never been to montana before and that was awesome it's beautiful and really just a relaxing calming place to be so i understand why she lives there now or she stayed there she went to college there and she just stayed and again um and that was super fun i mean it was very emotional for me because she's one of my oldest friends and you know it's just that I, I cried a lot uh she's funny i love her she loves sealer swift and, like country music and she's just very she loves animals she's a veterinarian and um she it was a perfect wedding um i was really really happy uh that i got to be a part of it um the only thing was that i didn't do a very good job of managing my money so i kind of like overdrew all of my bank accounts um which I wasn't expecting. So I was a little bit freaked out, uh, at the beginning of the trip because of that, but I knew I had money to pay in the pipeline. So I was just kind of like, I don't know, like, uh, I just have to kind of wait. It's definitely a scary feeling to look at your, your savings and see $0 and 0 cents. And then you're checking and see $300. I have never been in that kind of situation before. And so of course it gave me major anxiety but I knew that I had money that was coming in like I said and I just had to kind of wait I you know I've mentioned it before but like uh there are times where invoices come in two weeks and times where they come in a month and uh the ones that I was counting on were coming a little bit later than I had anticipated so it just was kind of one of those situations that I put myself in because I am still figuring out how to be an adult and how to be freelancer, all that kind of stuff. So, started out a little bit of weird you now, but you know, things got figured out, payments hit, all is good. Um, and I rented a car, so I, uh, at the beginning of the trip it was like me, Sam, my friend Jenny. Um, we rented the car, uh, which was nice, and um, we After the wedding, we drove to, we stayed at a really cool little, like, cabin in Montana that was right by a horse farm or something, I don't know. There were just a lot of horses. And it was so beautiful, like, the sunset, the sunrise, it was magical. Um, It was just awesome and very relaxing and fun. And my friend Jenny and I, she, and Nicole and I, you know, we grew up together, so... Jenny was like, oh, I hope that I'm not, like, third wheeling or whatever. I was like, Jenny, you're not third wheeling. Sam is the one who's the third wheel here. Don't worry about it. So Jenny and I had a lot of fun, like, doing puzzles. We just love to do jigsaw puzzles. Uh, it's one of our favorite pastimes. So um, we spent a lot of time doing this extremely difficult Harry Potter puzzle, um, which was really fun. And we went to Yellowstone, which was also really fun. Um, I... I mean, it's it's not like the easiest place to get to, you know. Like, there aren't really direct flights or anything to this area. So again, it was sort of like I went because I happened to be nearby, and you know, you gotta go to Yellowstone if you're near Yellowstone. Like, I don't know the next time I'm gonna be there. I mean, now I have an excuse to go back because my friend lives there. But still, it's not like easy to get there. Okay, stop riding my ass! Like, I'm going the speed limit. Just pass this truck, and then you can figure your life out. Yeah. Um, that's going to be happening throughout this recording. By the way, I'm going to be kind of complaining about other cars. Um, yeah, that's right. You just get next to me, and you can pass me and do whatever you want. I'm going to drive safely because that's what I like to do. Okay. Um, they probably see this car has California plates, so I'm sure everyone in Texas is like, "You bitch." Um. <laughs> so anyway after yellowstone sam and i headed out our next stop was seattle washington that was a bit of a drive from montana but we managed it and we got there uh we hung out with sam's friend who lives in seattle and that was a lot of fun i'm really glad that i got to meet him and spend that time with him um and so yeah seattle was fun you know i don't know like No offense to seattle it's it's not like the best city ever it's fine it's pretty and there's stuff to do but like i don't know i just feel like there there could be more there there was probably more there in like the 90s but ever since amazon and whatever kind of took over I, i think it's just a little bit boring for me and i'm sorry to say beautiful place though and i had fun going to like pike place market and watching them throw fish all that stuff Uh, last time I was in Seattle, I was like a kid, so I didn't remember it all that well. Um, and we went to this bookstore that Sam wanted to go to called Left Bank Books. He was like, oh, it's like a cool leftist bookstore. And I go in there and I was just like, I can't, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I was just like, if you, and I, again, I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm sure this is going to be offensive. But like, if, if you could turn a purple mullet into a store it would be that store the second we walk in the guy working just points at this like basket full of face masks and i'm just like oh like really we're still doing this you know and he doesn't even really like say anything he just points at it and i'm like okay dude like like they're mandatory like that's so fascist for a bookstore that like prides itself on being communist or whatever. anarchist i don't know like I immediately have to, like, walk in and, like, follow your rules that are, like, I don't know, I sound like a fucking right-wing asshole right now, but, like, I, can we move past the mask thing now? Like, it's over! Get over it, you know? Like, get your fucking vaccine and move on! (laughs) I say this as someone who is immunocompromised, so, I don't know, it's just, like, I hate to, like, I was fine dealing with it when, like, it was a thing that, like, we we're supposed to really do, but it's 2023, like, I don't know, uh, no, I don't really want to, and I, I put it on, I'm like, damn, like, these are really uncomfortable, and, like, I feel sweaty, and I don't like breathing in this, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do it, I'm not gonna put up a bus, but, like, I don't like it. Anyway, it was just kind of a corny sort of store, in my opinion, you can tell that a lot of the clientele there is, like, they went to expensive liberal arts colleges, and, like, took Marxism 101 classes and, like, decided to grow out their armpit hair and, like, put patches on the vest. It's just not, like, I don't know. Like, there was just, like, like manifestos and guidebooks and stuff where I'm just, like, you can't, like, just, like, Google this stuff. Why do you have to, like, I don't, you know, it just was, like, very meh. Um, and and even Sam pointed out, he's, like, all, they didn't have any used books. So I, I, I found that kind of funny because you would think a place like that would try and make itself accessible to everybody. Um, I need to stop talking about that. Um, there was a lot of like stuff that was like, be gay, in crime sort of shit, which I, I don't like, I don't have a problem with gay people or doing crime, but I just, I find that very cornball. Anyway, <laughs> Seattle's fine. Then we drove to Oregon. Um, Our next like main stop was San Francisco, but we stopped in Oregon because that's kind of a long drive. So we stopped in Portland, which Sam had never been to Oregon. And he's a very, he has a very Oregonian vibe to him. So I was a little bit afraid, but excited that he would like it. I just didn't want him to like it too much, (laughs) which unfortunately he did. He loved Portland, which Portland is pretty but it's just, my main thing about Portland is that, like, it's a lot of, it's not really diverse enough for me, um, I don't know, it's just a lot of annoying white people. We stop at this coffee shop so I can get some work done, and I'm sitting next to, I couldn't even make this up. It was, like, this, they weren't on, like, a date. I think that they, like, I want to say, that like the guy from it was out of town, and, like, maybe they had a mutual friend who was, like, oh, like meet up with this girl that I know and, like, she'll kind of tell you what's up. That's what it felt like to me. So they were talking and she was talking about how she, like, does tarot readings for a job and um, her roommates are, like, both lesbian, but one is more asexual and she dresses up as, like, a rainbow dancing fairy for some parade. And she's like, oh, I'm, like, excited to do the parade and, like, the costume hanging up in my living room. And it was just, like, I don't know, it was just getting really ridiculous, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of funny. I I was eavesdropping, and then, like, there was another couple on the other side of me, can you just, like, just go faster than me, don't, like, you know? I'm going 75, so, like, you know, sorry. Um, And they were just, like, all over each other, and I'm like, this is a coffee shop in the middle of the day, like, get a room and, like, just drink your espresso or whatever and leave like, you, I don't know. So that's what I don't love about Portland and the fact that, like, I used to want to, like, live there, but then this guy that I was seeing there, like, broke my heart. I'm over it, but I also just, like, I don't know, like, what? You know? Anyway, but I had fun there. The food's great. It's a cool place. Um, and it's pretty. Then Sam wanted to stop in Eugene because it's, like, a college town and he is, like... What if I wanted to teach there or study there? I'm like, okay, whatever. He's talking to Eugene, he's like, wow, I love it here. I'm like, why? I mean, no offense to Eugene. Like it's fine, but uh, oh that was cool. There's a sign that said hitchhikers may be escaping inmates. That's so creepy. I love it. Anyway, um, he he just got really excited about Eugene and like the fact that they like pump your gas there, like they do in New Jersey. He's like, No way, like It's like New Jersey. I'm like, dude, relax about Eugene. Like, I am. I refuse to get stuck living here because you want to try. I'm not going to. I can tell. Say, well, I like. I really like Eugene. Why? What is there about Eugene that you really like, dude? What do they have? What am I gonna do there? Heroin? Like, I'm sorry, but no. Like, you can hang out there if you want, but I'm gonna stay in New York where all my friends are. (laughs) Anyway, um, so that was. It was really fun though. We had a fun day, and then. We kept driving. Uh, we ended up, not even on purpose, driving through the Willamette National Forest, which was probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It was a magical drive. It was amazing. Uh, just just absolutely beautiful. The trees and the mountains. It, it was just breathtaking, truly. Oh, left lanes is for passing only. I don't like that. Can I just, like, drive it? Like, I don't, like, why are you putting that lane there if I can't just hang out in it? I don't like that. I really just don't like that. Ugh, like, it's so annoying. Okay. Anyway. Um, I'm gonna keep talking. Uh, so, the Willamette National Forest was incredible. It was just beautiful. I will remember that very fondly. And I'm gonna make a point to try and go back there. And Sam, he really wanted to go to Crater Lake. Um, so we stopped, uh, somewhere near there for the night. I posted pictures of this place on Twitter because it was a really special place. Um, a big thing for me, uh, in case you haven't noticed, is that I really love places that are stuck in time, um, because they are getting harder and harder to find. You really have to know or have a sense, like, because you're not going to, like, able to really tell from like a, a place's website, you know, in fact, the best kind of places, they're not really going to have a good website. You have to call and be like, do you have any rooms available? So I looked, I looked up this place because it was near Crater Lake. It was called Whispering Pines. And, um, it was everything I could have ever wanted in a motel. Really. it kind of smelled bad because you can tell people smoked in the room, but, um, it was, it really felt like being in a friend's basement at a slumber party in like the 90s um they gave you like these vhs tapes to watch um they had fucking like t like cathode tube tvs with vhs players like i haven't put pushed a tape in uh, one of those things in such a long time it was like this rush of nostalgia and we, so we chose silence of the lamps and that was really fun just hanging out there Uh, it was, you know, even though it kind of smelled bad, um, it was really cozy in the sense that it was definitely, uh, kind of, I don't want to say sleazy, but like, uh, rough around the edges sort of place. There was sort of like it, I don't know, like weird junk all around they're like, oh, we have a market. And like their market was just like, it looked like they were just whoever owned Uh, The motel was just, like, selling, it looked like a bunch of old, like, condiments and shit. It was like a, like, like a, what would be in, like, a garage sale or something. But, and then I was like, why is this all, like, condiments, too? Like, what, what the hell? Um, but that just added to the charm. Like, the guy working, he had, like, a big white beard and, and like, a, I want to say a bass pro fishing hat, something like that. He's like, yeah, like, all these VHS tapes, you choose one and watch it, you know, in your room. And I was like, this is good. I like this. Um, so that was really special. That made it even better. Just just a great experience. And I felt very comforted. Felt like I was able to return to my childhood in, in a way that is really hard to find. And I didn't even totally realize that um,
1: it was gonna be like
0: that when we went, but we got there and I was like, wow, yeah. This is amazing. So that was really great. Um, I did find out that my grandpa passed away, uh, while I was in Seattle. So that was obviously kind of hard. Um, this whole like Texas tea place, that seems kind of fun, but I just got a Red Bull. Um, it's kind of funny how the highway will take you through these like small towns. Um, I, I love it. Uh, I love these small Texas towns. I went through one that was. service I can't think. Of it was. All, uh, um, I can't remember right now. But it it was cute. Um, in the sense that I would not want to live there because I would run out of stuff to do. But it was fun to drive through a lot of just dilapidated, abandoned shit. Um, which I am not gonna lie, I you know I love that stuff. So that excited me. I like to see that, especially in a Texas flavor, because they've got their own style of, like, dilapidated buildings, and I, I very much enjoy it. Um, like old gas stations, that kind of thing. Um, old farmhouses. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing right now, I'm just driving. All subs is a big thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so crater lake was incredible um that was really nice uh i'm glad that sam wanted to go there because i would not have gone oh this is cool this is a cool place lots of cool old signs and like old burger places and just those old style gas stations It's, it's 103 degrees outside so i'm not like really, I don't want to get out and I'm also just trying to get somewhere today, but it is really cool. And I'm going to be driving more when I get from Texas to Louisiana. So I think I'm going to see plenty of weird shit um, on that drive and that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, right now I'm just kind of in chat. It's childress. I think, uh, Texas is where I am right now. I think that's how you pronounce it. I know that's where I am. But uh I think it's Chow. Child- there's a very cool Art Deco style, like I wanna say it's a courthouse or something. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um but it's very, you know, slow moving here. Uh rusted rusted tin roof kind of shit. Um, anyway. Yeah, this is very cool. Um okay, so then Crater Lake was amazing. It's really cool lots of fun then we drove to san francisco my uncle who we were meant to stay with there he was not there because his dad had just died and i you know it's not that i like didn't want to go to my grandpa's like funeral thing. anything. it's 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 hard when because uh, jewish funerals um, they happen very fast so i was like i just don't know how to coordinate all of that um so, you know, they zoomed it. So I zoomed into that, and then I'm going to be going back to Michigan uh, in August to kind of, you know, see family and, and make up for that. Um. Anyway, so that was just kind of a bummer, obviously. Uh, but this is a weird town, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and not in the way that I would want to live here. I just love driving through it. I love... I don't know. I just love the vernacular architecture of specific places. That makes sense, especially when there's something really uh, cool about how they're not like these buildings that aren't in use anymore are still like, there's a really old looking wooden structure with a stone chimney that's just falling apart that I just passed. It's like, I kind of like that they don't knock that down and just leave it and they just leave it up. So, because in a way, to me, that's, like, acknowledging the history. Um, I don't know. I think it's really cool. So, um, San Francisco was amazing. I have not been there since I was a child, and I don't, I didn't really remember it all that well. So my uncle wasn't in town, but his husband, uh, we stayed at his place, and it was amazing. Like, I didn't know him, my uncle's husband, very well before, but spending all that time with him, we had so much fun. He was a great host and he showed us all over the city. He drove us around. Just, we were able to do so much more than we would have been able to do if it had just been us, you know, because we'd have to figure out how to get around. Like he just kind of gave us a wonderful tour and that was so fun. I really loved it and I had a great time with him. So I was very happy about that experience. Um, 719 arrival. Okay. Um, and then, uh, from San Francisco, we went to Los Angeles. Sam was meant to take a flight from LAX to New York to start the program that he's starting Um, and that was kind of a mess because, like, apparently all the flights to New York were all fucked up, and he had major issues with that, but, I don't know, I, he was able to catch, like, first leg of the flight, and then he got stuck in Florida, but his parents, or his dad was there, so, he got to spend some time with his dad, but it just, then he ended up having to drive all the way from Florida to New York, and it was crazy. I don't know how he did that, (laughs) I would, my head would fall off, but, um, I say as I've been driving, like, it's like six plus hours every day. <laughs> it's fine. I am, like I said, I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, so I was in LA, um, I fucking drove around LA, which I never really thought I would be able to do. I mean, I guess I'd been putting it off cause I'm like, I don't know, man, I'm watching other people drive in LA and I'm like, this is scary. You know, just sitting in the car with someone else, you're like, ah! You know when your legs just kind of, like, brace, like, you're in the passenger seat and you have that, like, reaction to, like, hit the brakes, kind of? Like, that's how I feel all the time, you know, like, driving with someone else. And these are people that are better at driving than I am, slash, have lived there. So, um, I was very nervous about it. And somehow I managed. It was really hard at first, like, because I had to take the like Expressway Freeway, whatever the fuck it is, to get to where I was staying after LAX, and I just kept missing my exit, and I was freaking out, I was getting honked at, and I accidentally, like, I was trying to, like, put my turn signal on, I accidentally, like, flashed my brights at someone, and I was like, oh my god, I'm a mess, like, this is so stressful, and I was like, get me out of here, I had to, (laughs) it was just crazy, I was so tired, too, um, that was very stressful, but I managed And by, like, the end of my time in L.A., I actually kind of, I didn't master it by any means, but I was, I figured it out. I was able to get around and, like, I mean, not only are the people there bad at driving, but the way that the roads are designed is very confusing. And the terrain, like, you have to do this thing sometimes where if it's a narrow road, you have to kind of pull to the side so the other person can get through. And I'm like, like, I don't, like, this just seems risky to me, you know, because, like. I, I like no one's fully paying attention. Really. Um, it's just very crazy. I, I really, for as much as there's a, bu- a lot of cool stuff in LA, cool stuff to do. It was just like, I, I don't understand why driving is the main way to get around there because it is insane <laughs> and very honestly, very inconvenient in terms of like parking gas, Fucking making sure no one hits your car. Like, I, I just, I hate it. I'm sorry, I do. Um, if I ever were to live in L.A., I mean, I guess I would have to deal with it. But I really don't like that. Um, I, I just, I don't, I have, like, kind of a phobia of car accidents, um, which I know is kind of crazy for someone to go on a long road trip. But, you know, when you're on the highway, it's not really that big of a deal. But, like, in L.A., I was like, oh, like, my heart rate was just, so high. Anyway, I managed to figure it out, and I felt so good about myself um, that I um, was like, I should fucking apply to an Ivy League school. I never thought I'd be able to do that. Look, I, you know, if I could drive in LA, I could do anything. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to take it that far. Plus, I don't know if I could actually get into an Ivy League school, but like, you know, it would be cool Let's see if I could. I don't, I don't know if I'm good enough. Anyway, um, so L.A., that was nice. I basically just spent most of my time in L.A. hanging out with my friend Nikki because that was pretty much why I was there. Um, She usually is able to visit New York, but I think things have changed for her boyfriend's family in New York, so it just kind of makes it a little harder for her. So I was like, I still want to see you. It's been a long time. I'll come to L.A. And so we just hung out. I was like, I don't even, you know, we don't have to do anything. Like, I'm down to just smoke weed and watch shows with you in your apartment. And I don't really care. So that's what we did. And it was really nice and really fun. And I just love seeing her. She's just one of those people. I, I, again, posted about this, but we're so similar in a lot of ways, like, to the point where it's just like, we just kind of understand each other on a fundamental level. And uh, she's just a really, really good friend of mine. So I feel in a way like she's like a sister of mine. just one of those friends. I'm very fortunate to have a lot of friends like that, and truly, you know, like really strong connections with people like that. Um, but it's just like, she just, I think that our minds work similarly. So it, we don't have to like explain things too much to each other because I just, we understand each other, which is it's a really great kind of friendship to have. And I've known her for a long time at this point. So, oh, cool, abandoned house by these, like, rain silos that are all rusty. Very cool. Um, Yeah, so that was fun. Then from L.A., I was, I drove to Arizona. And that took a little longer than I anticipated to because I had, like, a therapy appointment. And I was like, oh, can I just, like, do this in the car? Like, is it okay if I, like talk to you while I'm driving? She's like, no, I, that's not safe. Like, pull over. So I kind of was hoping that I would be able to work in having therapy while I'm driving. But I also can understand that she like, didn't want me to do that. But it's kind of what I'm doing right now. And it would have been fine. But I guess she's like, I don't want to hear one of my patients die on the phone, you know, because having a session or something, whatever. So I pulled over to this fucking dirt road and I don't know, somewhere in California or Arizona, I don't know. It was truly nothing next over there and had a session and kind of kept her in the loop about everything that had been going on in my life, which felt like so much happened in such a little amount of time. Um, I found, and this is another another story, Um, I found what I thought was really cool, like Route 66 kind of motel. In Winslow, Arizona, which I was so excited about because I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Eagles, but like when I was a kid, I really liked the song Take It Easy because I had really bad anxiety. And I think I was like feeling very, very anxious one day and that song came on the radio and it like really spoke to me. So I've always had a very soft spot for that song. Um, And they mentioned Winslow, Arizona in that song. And that's kind of like put that place on the map, I guess, uh, so to speak. So I was really excited. This place, um, I'll just tell you the name of it because I don't think enough people are listening to this. That's really going to affect their business. It was called Earl's Route 66 motorport. I was like, this sounds so cool. Sounds so fun. Like middle of nowhere, kind of, not middle of nowhere, but like, you know, just kind of like a little fun place. Um, and I get there. It was kind of late. The, the proprietor, the woman who runs it, her, uh, she seemed very sweet. She's like, oh, here's some flowers. Take some flowers, you know. Um, Do you want some coffee for your room? Da-da-da. She seemed really nice. And I just needed a, a place to rest my head, you know. Uh, I was feeling a bit stressed. <sighs> and um, I ended up having a really nice time, like a, a good night there. Uh, had some good sleep. Uh Then, this is as I recall it, so I, you know, this is what I remember. Uh, I'll add the disclaimer that I could be misremembering things, um, but I, I generally don't think that my mind just makes shit up. So I remember at one point, I was making sure, check out was 11, I don't know if I just lost track of time, or if my phone was giving me the wrong, I don't know, I think I left my room around 11.30. Or so, um, which, you know, I get that that's kind of annoying, but like, I, it's not like there was, I don't know. I guess I didn't realize it was going to be that big of a deal. Um, and so I remember she came in at some point while I was there in the morning and she's like, Oh, like which car, this is what I remember happening. And I, again, it would be weird for me to make this up. Um, I remember her coming to my room and saying in the morning, Oh, which car is that is yours in the parking lot? I'm like, Oh, it's a Kia Soul. She's like, oh, here's some more flowers for your car. And she places some flowers down in the room. Oh, my God, that's so nice. You're giving me all these flowers. That's so kind. Like, you're really going out of your way for this weary traveler, you know? Like, she's so sweet. Um, And I found that really thoughtful and nice, so I left. She had, like, a notebook in there, kind of a guest book, and I left this review in there that I wrote down. I was like, thank you so much, Angela. This place is great. Like, I had great stay. It was very cozy. Thank you for all the flowers. Like, your dogs are really cute. Um, five stars. I can't wait to come back. Um, and then I, you know, I stayed in the parking lot for a little bit because I had a phone conversation that I needed to have. Um, I don't know if that was something that mattered, um, or not, but then I left and I waved goodbye and, uh, was headed out. Uh, then, um, I'd already gotten to New Mexico at this point. So it had been a couple hours, at least since I left. And I get this call from Winslow, Arizona and I pick, I'm like, Oh shit. Did I leave something there? You know, like why, why am I getting a call? She's calling me and she just starts unloading on me. She's so angry. She's like, you, why did you take all those flowers? Those weren't for you. I put those flowers in your room for the next people. That was supposed to tell you that you were supposed to leave. You, like, stayed way too late. You took all the flowers. And you didn't even tip my housekeeper. She's yelling at me, you guys. This is someone that I paid, I paid $95 to stay there for literally, like, 12 hours. And that's fine, you know? But I'm also just like, um, like, what? Uh, why would you put these flowers in my room if you don't want me to have them? Like, just wait until I leave. Or if you need me to get the fuck out. Knock on the door and tell me checkout's eleven. Like, can you like pack it up? You know, like I, that's what I was like. Like, I wouldn't mind that. I don't like care. Like, the, I understand. You know, if you if you uh, run a place like this, like, but also like stuff happens and like, I you know I wasn't like blazing around like waking up at eleven thirty and you know slowly moseying out. I like it was just so bizarre, and I was so caught off guard by this very angry phone call from Angela who I thought was very sweet at first that I started like crying because I was just already having a hard day and I was just like what the hell was that about like that's so weird you know um I just like thought that I had a really nice time staying there and I thought that everything went really well and and then you're calling me to tell me that like I kind of like fucked her shit up or something. Like, you would have thought that I like smeared shit all over the walls by her reaction. It was bizarre. Like, it was totally uncalled for. And I understand, like, being annoyed with uh, someone that's like one of your clientele or whatever, but like, there is a point where maybe you should just keep that annoyance to yourself. Because, like, when she called me, she's like, well, there's nothing that you can do about it now. And it's like, well, then why are you telling me? Just to make me feel bad? Like, it was just like, like, literally, like, what do you want me to do? You know, I'm sorry I didn't tip your housekeeper. You you could charge me $10, $15 more a night and just work that in and, and pay that extra money to your housekeeper, and I wouldn't know and I wouldn't care. Or just, like, leave a little thing that says tip the housekeeper. But, like, most of the time, uh, I just assume that, like, what I'm paying for a motel includes, like, proper compensation for the housekeeper. Like, am I insane? Uh, I don't think so. So I was very upset, uh, I, I reacted, I was just sad, you know, I was just hurt, honestly, because I really, I felt betrayed, I was like, damn, bitch, I like left you this really nice review and I thought I had a really good time and you're kind of being a huge bitch to me and I don't really understand why, um, because I, I don't know, like, it just seems like you could have been better at communicating what you needed from me, uh, I guess. Because I can't read your mind. Like, to me, you putting flowers in my room while I'm still there, um, I didn't realize. Like, you could have just told me what the story was instead of getting mad at me. Also, it's just like, why would you ask which car I have? Like, I might have just completely misinterpreted it. Like, that's very possible. But, like, I also don't think that I'm that, like, out of it. That I would totally, you know, like, be that used. I don't know. And so it just, she, she called me and she's like, well, I I just like, I give an inch and and you take a mile. And I'm like, basically making me feel like I took advantage of her. And this is someone I paid uh, like $100, $95 to, to stay for literally 12 hours. Like, I'm not like, and here's the other part too. If she had just kept all this to herself and stewed about it and then gotten over it, like, I would have still been like, wow, that was a really nice time. I would love to go back there. And I think highly of this woman, you know what I mean? But no, she had to call me and like bitch at me. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't want to stay at a fucking Ramada Inn or like a Red Roof Inn or whatever. I, I like specifically wanted to stay somewhere that was like a small business. Somewhere that was, like, fun and quirky and, like, that I could support someone like that, you know? Like, because, like, that's more fun for me. And it just made me feel like I shouldn't have done that. Like, it was bizarre. Um And I I literally had to, like, tell people, like, am I crazy? Like, did I just fuck up really bad? Like, and I don't know, like, everyone was like, no, it sounds like she's being kind of crazy. And even Sam was just like, uh, you didn't leave, like, you're like, she it sounds like she might try to scam you or something. Like, it was just... I don't know. That, like, really, really hurt my feelings. It was just yes for me, by the way. I honestly was in such a fragile place that I, like, cried about it. I had to pull over and go to Starbucks and just cry in Starbucks. Because uh, I was just... I think it all hit me. I was just really sad about life. And, uh, I felt really disappointed um, that someone that I... I had kind of a nice rapport with this woman, like, seemed to really despise me. Um, and I didn't even understand that I had done something wrong, you know, it's just not a good feeling. So, um, I called her back and I was just like, well, I, I just want to call back and apologize again. Um, partially because I just wanted to make it clear that, uh, I wasn't, you know, like, trying to scam her or take advantage of her or whatever. It's, I find it a little bit odd that that's the conclusion she would jump to um and she was like yeah well like nah, nah, nah. um I was like I just didn't know about the time she's like can you check out you you left late and I was like I don't know if it was like my I looked at my phone at the wrong time because I've been going to different like time zones I don't know I, I mean and I or I just you know made a mistake uh it happens um but like at the latest, I left a, Eleven forty-five would have been the latest. So 45 minutes. I don't know. It's not like there was someone waiting to get in the room. I understand how that could be annoying. I totally do. But again, if she had just kind of told me like, Hey, it's time to leave. I would have just left and I wouldn't have been annoyed by that at all. So, um, anyway, then I guess she felt really bad. She was like, she texted me and was like, Oh, yeah, I'm really sorry. I was really mad at first, but then I realized that, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal, and it, it's just nothing can be done about it, so, like, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, so you understand that you were wrong. I didn't say this. But I'm just like, like, why, why would you even do this in the first place? You know? Um, very strange. So... Um, I texted her back and I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, I clarified, I didn't want you to think I took advantage of you. I'm sorry if I made the mistake of not tipping your housekeeper. I just like, wasn't aware that was expected, but like, I would have gladly done it if I had known that. Um, just kind of explained myself as like, my grandpa literally just died. Like I was dealing with some other issues. Uh, so I was just having a rough day and she's like, Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll send prayers and like, I was like, okay, um, I don't know. You should have like thought about this kind of thing before you called me in anger and like yelled at me. Uh, someone who just paid you to, to you know, support you. Um, of, of course, I didn't say that. I, I was being really nice. I was just like, uh, you know, like thanks. I appreciate you apologizing. I guess you know, like I don't know. And and I left it at, um, you know, I I left your motel thinking that I had a really wonderful stay and a lot of fun. And I was, I looked forward to coming back. I wanted to come back and, um, you know, clearly implying that like, uh, I'm not going to, I I really wanted to, but now I'm definitely not going to. So whatever money she was going to make for me in the future, she ruined. Um, and then she sent me, oh, I'm so sorry for ruining it. Oh, you're always welcome back. Angela, no, I'm not coming back. I'm, I'm Maybe, I would maybe consider if you, like, gave me a refund or something. Because I don't like getting yelled at by an innkeeper. Like, I'm a, a child that is, like, you know, messing up all your stuff. Um. But, yeah, no. And, and it's also just, like... Um, you don't know what's going on in other people's lives. So, um, the fact that she just kind of went to assuming that I'm like a bad person that was trying to do something mean bad, uh, when really I was just kind of like feeling pity. Um, I, I don't know. It was very disappointing. So I really have to say, uh, I would not recommend going there. that I spent there was fine, but I can't in good conscience, um, recommend it. You know what I mean? Because that was just not okay. Uh, it really, really really bothered me. And I know I'm really sensitive. Um, everyone's like, don't let it get to you. Okay. But like, that's not how I function, you know? So, um, that was very upsetting. And then, um, that made me, um, kind of start running late, uh, for the next place. And I looked at their website and it says check-in is from three to 9 PM. Well, it wasn't that far of a drive, but then I remembered that I lose an hour. So I was going to arrive at like, my GPS told me nine twenty-four or something I'm like, fuck, you know, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I was like, I, you know, I called them and was like, hey, like, I hope it's okay. I just wanted to let you know that, um, we're cool abandoned houses. It's 105 degrees outside here. But I was like, I called them and I was like, hey, like, um, I'm running late. Uh, it, it would it be possible. Like, I'm really gonna try and get there on time. But, you know, stuff happened and I just wasn't, you know, running late. Um, says I'll be there on. 9:30, but i will have to stop and get gas at some point so you know and he's just like oh well, like we can stay like i can like let you um check in on like around 9:30, but like anytime after that sorry there's rumble strips anytime after that he's like it's not really fair to us or the other people staying there and i was like first of all i don't really understand how it's not fair um people like stuff happens you know like i don't and why are you giving me a hard time too? He's like, well, this is like a mom and pop place. And like, I was like, okay, well, I don't, you know, want to mess up your life. So I, you know, if, if something happens and I am running even later, I I can call you and let you know. And he's like, yeah, but like, you can't like cancel because like, you can't call me at like eight o'clock and just cancel because then I'll have an empty room. Like, well, that's not what I was trying to say. Um, all I'm asking is for you to accommodate me like, go a tiny bit out of your way. And I started sort of breaking down again, because I was just like, I can't deal with this again. Like, this is so frustrating. I just want somewhere that I can feel comfortable and rest my head for the night and not feel like they're going to get mad at me for, whoa, another really cool dilapidated wooden farmhouse. Oh, man, they're so cool. there's so many of them. Anyway, um... He heard me get really upset. I was like, I'm sorry. I've just had a really hard day. Um, And, like, I don't want to, you know, make your life harder. I'm I'm really not trying to. It's just that, like, I'm doing my best, you know? And then he he seemed to get nice. Oh, another cool band. Um, Then he seemed to get, you know, softer and understand. And I'm sort of a – I'm like, are people that stay at Route 66 places, like, psychotic? Like, why are these – people that own these places just like, so, um, like they just have the worst expectations of me and they're, it seems like their clientele, you know, like, does this happen a lot? like, I don't know. So, um, yeah. Uh, then, um, he he seemed to get, he came next. He was like, look, it's fine. Um, I, I can tell that you're having a hard day, and I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I understand. We'll make it work for you. Like I don't want you to rush here. I want you to drive safely. <laughs> stop and get dinner. Stop and get gas, and like it'll be fine. And I was like, thank you. I'm really gonna try. I, I, I don't want to hold you up. I don't want you know. I'm not trying to like be difficult at all. I was just trying to to, to keep you updated about what's going on. So you know, I did end up speeding quite a bit, uh, to get there, because I didn't want to run too late, you know? I didn't want him to feel like I was taking advantage of him, too. Um, and I ended up getting there, like, right at, like, 9.30, maybe even a little before. And that was including after I got gas, because I shaved off some time just just fucking driving. excuse me, too fast. She told me not to do, but, like, I don't know, like, now I was all anxious, you know, and I had just been crying and I had like work stuff that people were asking of me and I literally had to tell them, like, "I, I can I get it to you later? I'm just, I can't, like, I'm having a horrible day and I just, I, ha- I just, ha- I can't right now. And they were unfortunately really understanding, but I don't like doing that uh, because um, that's my livelihood, uh, you know, so I'm going to blame Angela for that. She really did fuck my shit up. Um, I get to the motel last night, and the guy was there waiting for me, and he was really nice. I have to say, he, he made an effort to make sure that I was happy and comfortable and safe and feeling good. And he was very friendly, and so he was a little bit prickly at first when I was on the phone with him. And I don't really know what kind of stuff he normally deals with, but uh, he was super nice. It was like the opposite of Angela, kind of, where um, he was very sweet. And, and, you know, I I really needed that, uh, I think, but he could probably sense that I needed that. Um, So that was a great great place, and I would happily recommend it. Uh, It's called Blue Swallow tell that they put a lot of love and care into it it has been in operation since the 1940s and like so much of uh so much of it is original so i i think that's always great you know me i love i love that kind of thing so um yeah i had a really nice night of sleep there and he was just very kind he he gave me some free soda even though it costs money is just they just take it um and, yeah, he was, just a, he was just a nice guy. And even, like, when I left this morning, he uh, was very friendly and kind. And I talked to him a little bit about, you know, life. And, and I showed him one of the cameras that I was using. I was like, oh, I've been using this lens reflex camera from the 1950s to take pictures. And I finished the role. And he thought that was really cool. And I think, I don't know. I don't know what it, it is. I think that... Um, I don't know. I feel like I can come across oddly enough as some kind of bubbly sometimes, which I think I'm such a, like, cynical person that it's kind of funny that I do that. Um. um, But, you know. Um. And I think at least, I don't know, like, I was just really trying to figure out what exactly it was that really set this woman off to make her so angry at me and to make it think that it was okay to, to talk to me like that. and I don't know. I think that maybe there's something about me where people think I'm, I'm stupid or spoiled or simple or like that, that I'm just self-centered and there's nothing else going on. and I only am thinking about myself and that's just not the case. You know, I, I really, you know, I can be a little lackadaisical sometimes, uh, to the point where, yeah, it comes across kind of self-centered. I think most human beings are function to, to be self-centered in a lot of ways. But I try and work against that uh, impulse myself, and I I make an effort. I have to go out of my way to be friendly to people and make sure that they're happy. I want to leave a good impression. So um, I don't know if she was just getting the wrong idea about me. It seemed when I told her that I had other stuff going on in my life, she seemed understanding. But I, I think that, you know, a lot of the time, maybe... She, you should kind of assume that other people have things that they're dealing with too because i'm like that's what i assumed for her. i wasn't going to be a bitch number, work back because like you know i don't know what warranted to that reaction but clearly there was something going on right like why was she so angry and why was she taking it out on me i don't know but like there's probably other stuff going on so i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna harp on her for it i think she realized that she made a mistake i know i'm talking about this too much i'm sorry Anyway, I had a wonderful stay last night. Now I'm in Texas. I'm on my way to Dallas to see my friend Margot, who uh, I know through Twitter. Um, And I'm really excited about that. Um, She's going to give me a place to stay and to eat. And I won't have to deal with any cranky innkeepers. Yay! And just, like, not having to, like, rush on this drive uh, and feel stressed and sad. So um oh i've been talking for a while so that is kind of where i'm at right now i'm probably gonna try and record something else uh when i'm on the road next probably on my next like big leg which is from texas to new orleans so um i'm gonna be doing that and um why is my navigation not working now I'm so confused Oh, so annoying. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm going to re- upload this, and I've been taking some really cool pictures. I explored the town where my motel was last night in New Mexico. It is really cool. It's kind of, like, half abandoned, half stuck in the mid-century, um, uh, weird vibes, but, but fun vibes. Um, again, not really somewhere I want to live, but definitely somewhere I had... Fun visiting, um, and I don't mean that in offense. i just—it's just my personality. I, I need—I need stuff to do. I'm just going to say this late. So, um, yeah, uh, I hope that this episode—episode. Uh, episode, oh, I hate saying that—is um, somewhat entertaining. I hope that you had fun listening to me kind of talk to myself through this drive um, in Texas. I hope you can hear it over the sounds of the tires on the road, Um, but there's a lot of interesting stuff that I've been seeing and experiencing, and um, I think overall it's been a very positive experience. The main... I knew that there were going to be times where I was going to run into some bullshit. I worked that into my expectations, you know what I mean? So while I wasn't expecting uh, Angela to be such a bitch to me, uh, I knew some, some, something was going to get thrown my way. You know what I mean? And I think that was it. So, more cool abandoned houses. Um, so yeah, um, so far so good. I'm I'm really driving a lot. I'm making up for all the time that I had spent driving while living in New York, and uh, just kind of making my way through the country, um, going eastbound now, and um, just kind of trying to keep it it's 107 degrees outside here that is nuts that is crazy that would kill a pilgrim I think. Um, so yeah uh, we'll catch up I hope that you find this entertaining um, and if not I don't really care um, and again it's like am I allowed to be on the left lane or not I don't know um, I really can't tell but I don't care. So I am going to, I think, edit here. Just check my email and stuff and make chili. Coke. Uh, I've seen videos about this place, uh, unless there's another one, I think there's another called chili, coke, but this is the kind of place that I'd watch videos about because what the fuck? Oh yeah, this is good. Um, Yeah, lots of, yeah, it's definitely kind of forgotten about here. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I definitely have seen a video of this place. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm, uh, oh, my God. No, I I, think this is really cool. This whole town is, like, forgotten, kind of. This, uh, you know, all these buildings, there's just, there's just nothing. There isn't even there's just the facade of the building and then like everything behind it is collapsed and like this whole row uh, on the main street is just collapsed buildings. It's, it's quite beautiful actually. Um, there's a Joe Biden sucks sign. Good job, Chillicothe. No one cares. (laughs) Um, but no, this is a cool, cool place. Uh, if it weren't like the devil's temperature, I would get out and explore, but I, just kind of want to keep driving. But that was, I, I, I recognize that from one of the videos I watched because I watch um, yeah, videos of guys that, that do uh, like explore around the country, road trips, and like look at sad abandoned places like this. And this is definitely, definitely a little bit sad, yeah. But in a way that I find quite charming Can you not be a bad driver. Asking that to someone else, uh, wow. It's just really, there's just something breathtaking about that level of decay um, that I just find beautiful and fascinating. um, And kind of special. Uh, And there's a part of me that uh, kind of just wants them to keep it that way. But I also hope that town and it is doing a little better at some point. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, that was cool. That was really cool. Uh, I'm glad that I was still recording. Driving through that. Because it was, it was something that I'll, I'll definitely remember for a long time. Um, it's also funny, too, that they have like all these CBD signs. Because weed is not legal here. Get it together! To, if you're gonna do the CBD thing, just fucking have weed. Cause like that's just annoying. Um, <laughs> like, what the fuck does CBD do? It's just like you're lying to yourself. I know I'm being kind of dramatic. So um, yeah. Anyway, um, that'll that'll be it for now. I'm going to. Oh, uh, well, voice memos on iPhone. It's currently using microphones. Okay. So that's that going to upload this later and, uh, have a good one. It's a full hour. So you're welcome. Goodbye.